something? What? You insulting punk? I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. We have a, by the way, officially changed the name of the show. It's the hippie and the insulting punk. That's the, Who's uh, the hippie. You. I'm not a hippie. Do I look like I eat vegan stuff? I'm sorry, Don. <laughs> <laughs> hippie. You insulting punk. <laughs> All right, the poet and the insulting That's, punk. There you go. That's what we Back are. I can roll with that one. Uh, did you see that one happen yesterday? I did. Okay, it was so brilliant. It reminded me of when Geraldo called him Hitler. And I thought, like, when he called him Hitler that time, he had to actually come back and apologize after the break. And he did. I, I kept waiting for an apology yesterday. It never happened. He never came He's back. He's not going to apologize for that. So, you know, he, I'm... Right. You know, it was a really interesting exchange because they were talking about abortion, obviously. Coat and, hanger in the privates. Well, it, you know, uh, 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 Geraldo had had his little moment to say what he wanted to say, and Gutfeld was making a great point. He was like, you know, even people who were supporting abortion... At one point, it still had a stigma to it. There was a level of darkness and shame about it. People who had abortions didn't tell other people. And now it's empowering. Okay, now people are like, I had an abortion. And he was making that point. And Geraldo wouldn't shut up. And Gutfeld has... I, Geraldo is one of those guys that he walks into a room and he thinks people should still just be in awe of him. You know what I mean? Because he's Geraldo. And Gutfeld don't care. And so Gutfeld reacts to him the way... You know, as if he's just in that moment with Geraldo, and you're full of crap, and you're bringing up that tired old coat hanger. It, and we ain't going back to coat hanger days, okay? So, so then he talked I about... that was great. Yeah, and then he said, he closed it out by saying, I'm your new Bongino, huh? Which, right. Geraldo used to do that to Dan Bongino oh, all yeah, the time. So, what am I here? So, yesterday was full of t-shirt phrases you know insulting i'm your insulting but kind of like i'm your huckleberry i'm your insulting punk <laughs> no no i'm your new bongino yeah you know, right great well i mean that's what i love i mean i i love i love i like gutfeld much better on the uh, five than i do on his own show well, you know he's a little better with the audience because i think what he was doing when he didn't have the audience is he was kind of laughing himself to fill that silence and it got really freaking annoying when he's on the five yeah. and he's reacting, right. he's brilliant. Well, they have been working lately to calm everybody down. You can tell the producers, like Judge Janine, they have been t- talking her because she would just literally scream through the whole show. Everything that she yeah. said was a scream fest. So right. they've, they've calmed her down. They've been bringing her back. They've been really the whole thing with Geraldo. They've been trying to make him a little bit friendlier and nicer, and, and they've been t- talking to him like he was really nice and all that. And yesterday that just came unglued at a moment. But you have to have those moments every once in a while because that's what everybody's talking about. Nobody's talking about the, the five until that. I've seen the calming down because they, he, they oh, get yeah. into with Geraldo all the time. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They, but they, they will all, also yesterday, like Judge Janine on a few occasions would turn to him and say, you know, I don't, I'm not saying that I totally 100% disagree with you, but this, that, and the other. Right. They've definitely made a move, and they've certainly calmed her down because she was just raving well, all the time, ranting what, and raving. What's fun about it is, and I, I, I was thinking about this driving in, Geraldo hates Gutfeld. You you can see sure it. Sure, he does. He freaking hates him. Sure, because Gutfeld right now is the bell of the ball. Man, he's got his own show. He's got it deals up the yin yang. Professional jealousy, and you can see it. And and you know what? Gutfeld knows it. Sure, and he and that's why he doesn't. Care. And Gutfeld is extremely irre- irre- irrelevant or irreverent. He irreverent. doesn't care what. What uh, Geraldo says, if Geraldo says something messed yeah. up, just like if Jesse says something messed up, right, or any of them says something no messed up. About- 
he gives his honest opinion. I, I like the brilliant. way he po- pokes it to, at, at Dana in, in a fun, humorous oh, yeah. kind of way. You know, yeah. it, it makes it fun because who's gonna who's gonna get on Dana? Right. Yeah, who's gonna? It's like kicking a baby. Man. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, let's see here. The other thing that I, I watched yesterday and uh, got a little bit sucked into was the Depp Heard thing. And the reason I watched it, Sean, was not that I care two cents about these kids, but because they because it was her first day on the stand. And I just wanted to see how right. the reaction and, and how it went. And um, I, so this morning I read two, uh, you know, like body language people, and they had two totally different takes on it, on her, on <laughs> right, Amber right. Heard. One said, Johnny Depp is done, that she nailed him to the cross and he's done, right? Right. And the other said, nope, you could tell she was the aggressor in the relationship. You could tell that yesterday. Um, I, I think that she was, uh, from my perspective, watching most of this, I watched most of it. Um, she did a really good job of acting yesterday most of the time. She's acting. Yeah, she really did. Um, I, I, I don't know anything about her, so I don't know if she's a decent actress or not. I have no idea. I know he is. I know he's a great actor. Yeah. But she, I don't know anything about her, but she, she did a good job of that yesterday. Because, and the reason I say that is because she was crying and there were no tears, kind of like Le, <laughs> LeBron James thing, you know. Take a cue from Obama and put a little Tabasco sauce on a finger go. there, baby, and, you know, they can juice up the eyes there. There you go. There you go. That's exactly right. But she told some stories, and they're truthful stories because they're not being denied by his side at all. And it's stuff that you and I can't relate to. Like this trip that they made to an island with his kids, Lily Rose and the other right. one, uh, to say goodbye to his yacht that he was selling to J.K. Rowling. <laughs> he was selling a yacht to J.K. Rowling. Yeah, I've sold too many yachts over the years, man. To J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Right, right. So, so he, they went down there to say goodbye to the yacht. And here's one thing of truth that she did say yesterday. She might have been speaking her truth all the way through. I don't know. I wasn't there. But one thing of truth for sure was she would say, he was such a kind, loving, I mean, I felt like the queen of the world, man, when, when he was sober and straight. Uh. But when he got messed up, when he drank and did the coke and did the ecstasy and all the other stuff, he would pump all the stuff into his system at one time. He became something else. Right. And I know that's true because I've oh, yeah. seen that in people's lives. Too. There you go. <laughs> so I know that people completely yeah. change. Well, yeah, it's the nature of addiction. There you go. And so that's what she was talking about. She said, one minute he could be the most loving and kind of sweetest person that I've ever... We had a connection and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden he'd do a couple of lines. His his liquor, whatever it was, she said, I don't know what it was, but he drank pints of it at a time. And then he would do some hits of whatever. And the next thing you know, he's an animal. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, that's the whole that's point. Works, it alters right? your, your personality. I don't know. I thought she was boring. I, I watched about, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 minutes when she was talking about the glory days, the salad days. Yeah, no. And it got really dull. And yeah. I, look, he's got better ratings than her from last week. You know, right. I, I don't, I've kind of checked out. I mean, I it was interesting watching him respond to stuff. Watching her, whether she's being honest or she's full of crap, it's just not very, it's not a lot, of, it's not very enjoyable TV watching. <laughs> and let's face it, this is a freaking TV show. None of us have anything really invested in this in any way, shape, or form. Whether he gets 50 mil from her or no, or whether he gets another pirate movie or no, it's, it's brain candy, it's something to stare at mindlessly for several hours. And he was better at it, frankly. And, and she's, her reactions when she wasn't saying anything, and her react, because they do the split screen right uh-huh. 
Okay, yeah. maybe uh, she got a few. Uh, she got some audience there on her reactions to him. But watching her prattle on about stuff while he sits there and looks down at his de- at the desk, not very interesting well, TV watching. Okay, I I, I don't know that, it, and I, I certainly agree with you. Uh, uh, she he was much better on the stand than than she was yesterday. She got better at at. You know, positioning it as right. the day went on. Later on in the day, right. I guess she started to wake up or whatever. Uh-huh. But here's what I took away from it. a couple of, couple of main things. Number one, uh, right on about TV show, just like the soap operas in the '60s and '70s, yeah. men would go off to work, woman be at home, sitting on the couch smoking cigarettes, watching soap operas because it made their life better because somebody right. else was in misery. Sure. The other thing was. These are two people, in my mind, he's 60-ish, right at 60, yeah. and she's 36. These are two people stuck on 13, and they're having high school drama, but they got a whole lot of money. And they're doing I, I drugs got, in high school. It, it is middle school drama is they, what it is. They got a lot of fame. They got a lot of time in their yeah. hands. They got a lot of money, yeah. and bad things are going to happen. But when it's middle school when, drama. Well, yeah. I mean, I you know, I don't know. What they're, yeah, I mean, they're, it's it's... It's toxic to say the least. They obviously they have a toxic relationship, and they should just stay the hell away from each other. Well, so when they when she's talking yesterday about these girls, like a flight attendant, and then a girl at a campfire came over and leaned on her a little bit, and then Johnny gets up and he's like, "That's my woman. Get well, that's your a hands little childish, off. yeah." Get little... And he go over and grab the wrist. I can break your wrist with one hand, kind of <laughs> I didn't thing. Even hear that? Right. Oh, oh yeah. God. No, that, that's that's when it got better. Right. And uh, and and she was going through all of that and talking about that and he was losing his ass over these people who would get friendly with her right right the whole jealousy issue would go well that's middle school stuff to me that's that's middle school well, stuff it's like baldwin most of them if you look at a lot of these people not, it's not true of her but of a guy like johnny depp he's since he was in his late teens he's been famous uh, Alec Baldwin, since he was in his early 20s, has been stinking famous. And they do become very childlike because they're just surrounded by people telling them how great they are, doing everything for them. You know what I mean? They live a very childlike, they, they, they play act for a living. You know, they, they become very childlike people. I did notice that on a couple of folks I've met over the years. And, and he certainly, you know, he's, you layer on top of the fact that Johnny is an extraordinarily eccentric dude, and I enjoy most of his work. I, I've been, I can't yeah. say that I jump out of my seat if he's got a new movie coming no. out. But if I, yes, he's done some movies that I, are some of my favorite movies, like Ed Wood. I think is a great movie. Yeah. I thought uh, Scissor Hands was a great flick. But you know, they live very childlike lives. They don't really have to do anything for themselves. Yeah. They got people around them doing everything for them, and you know, yeah, that's they, right. They just sit on their ass and well, do coke and, uh, and, and <laughs> weird out. And he's got enough money where he can destroy trailers, which is what Shearer claims is he. You know, he destroyed well, he, a trailer and then ripped her clothes off <laughs> and uh, did his cavity search on her and all on. this stuff. That was the most. Right. That was the most uh, drama-filled moment with yeah. her talking, going through the details of that. Well, and, and Johnny's trying to be rock and roll his whole career too. He's That's got right. this rock. He wants to be a rock star. He plays with, uh, you know, uh, Keith Richards, and they hang out. And he likes to destroy hotel rooms and trailers. And he, he's got that whole Hunter Thompson thing going, where you know he's just got to be a lunatic. You know what? That, that, that's a great boring. point because in, we're wearing this out. We'll move on. But uh, he did. She did mention uh, yesterday. That he had told her he was going to be one of those guys. Nah. That right, <laughs> right. But he nah, you're had, Johnny, but you ain't that. <laughs> right. He had told her that he was going to be like a Keith Richards who lived the drug stuff, right. did, did all the drug stuff, did all the drug stuff, did all the, and then got his stuff together later on in life and had another thirty years of life post 
drugs, you know, sober, right. 30 years sober. Well, none of those guys ever got sober, so. And she kept <laughs> waiting for that that moment right. to happen, and, and, and it never happened. Right. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. Uh, get your Primo pack today, the Trayware sampler box from Primo Processing. I've been talking to you about how Primo is great, you know, during deer season. These are the guys to process your deer. These are also the guys to take care of all of your processing needs of all your meats, but they're also the guys that can sell you meat, and they can sell you the Trayware sampler box. Now, what I did was I put together – it's a big box. It's big. Put together this box that's got uh, all kinds of great stuff in there. It's got sliced jerky and chunk jerky, and it's loaded up with Primo sticks and dry sausage. It's got uh, spicy dry sausage as well. And uh, I just, it's a great chance for you to try this dry meat out, see what you think about it. And what you do is you log on to primo-processing.com, primo-processing.com, and use my name, Ware, W-A-R-E. That's going to get you a 10% discount so you can try this chow, plus free shipping anywhere in the USA, primoprocessing.com. That's primoprocessing.com. Check it out. AccuWeather forecast, well, uh, warm and humid today. Maybe a shower or thunderstorm this afternoon at 86. And then tomorrow it begins. Mostly sunny and hot. 96 tomorrow, 100 over the weekend. And right now, Indeed.com slash credit. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political ex- organization that's existed in American history. Swear <laughs> Rama. What you got? Oh, that was just that quote. I heard him last yesterday say that. It's like, are you really? That's what you guys are going to go with. It's all Trump, baby. Trump just broke their minds, man. They can't let Trump go. The, these MAGA guys are the most extreme political organization in United States history is what he said. <laughs> More so than the KKK, uh, more so than the Black Panthers, more so than any other group that's ever, you know, more so than any other group that's ever come before. Those Trump people are the worst, you know. And I, I, first off, I don't know if he actually believes that or not. Who, nope. who knows what the hell he actually believes, you know, especially with like abortion. But when he said that, I was like, ah, oh. because now Joy Behar is going to be saying it and all the other talking monkeys are going to be saying the same thing. Mega answer. Well, we said it when January 6th happened. Remember, we were texting each other. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. Mm-hmm. Now they got this mm-hmm. and they've used it ever since. Mega people, they're white supremacists. They want to kill you. They want to kill women. And they're and now, according to the president of the United States of America, they are the worst, <laughs> most extreme political organization in u.s history and the moron crowd are gonna lap that up and not think twice about it man so what they did uh, obviously obviously this week what they did was they got their polling back what they did was polling and they did their 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 focus groups they did the research and so what what are the top issues for their base number one is abortion right oh yeah and by the way, the big A. The Democrats don't care about abortion. They care about power and money and money and power. They don't care if somebody gets an abortion or not or if you have abortion rights. The reason they're freaking out is Sam Alito is returning this issue back to the people, taking it from their hands right. in DC. They've had, they've had this in there. The people have had no you and I have a no say so over this issue. It's been it went through the court system, not through the legislature, and all Alito is doing is returning it back to the people so the people can decide if they want abortion in their states. That's all. That's it. That's yeah, all if he's that doing. Even happens. He didn't outlaw that's right. He didn't outlaw abortion. 
You didn't do it. And this needs to be done with everything else that they have run through the court system to make settled law. They need to return it all back to the states and put it in the hands of the people. That's what they're freaked about because they're losing their power. Well, that's right. This isn't isn't, uh, about abortion also in the sense that, you know what this is about? You know what all this is about? This is about November. Sure. This whole damn thing is about November, man. Right. They're right. that cheap and that transparent and that, uh, that uh, it's observably true that this is a political ploy. Sure. They got uh, nothing going on. They suck. Sure. And so they gotta have they gotta pull abortion out of their backside. That's why, Wait, they, that that's why right. they released it. But the yeah. reason they're freaking out, like Elizabeth Warren, you know, Wigwam, <laughs> going freak out on this thing, uh, is that it, they are losing their power bit by bit. They lost Twitter. And now they're in the process of losing Twitter, and now they're losing control over this issue. It's going back to the people, um, so that they can't stand this. That's it was released so it could be ginned up. It was released so they can pack the courts. What they're going to try to do? They're yeah. going to try to add four. Uh, but the other thing that they found out in their polling and in their in their research to run in November, not only on this issue but also on Donald Trump. That's it. <laughs> they're, they're wrong on both accounts. I know that. But that's what they're going to do. It's amazing to watch what political stupidity is going on right now. They really think this is going to work. And I, I, that's where I think they've really, you know, uh, the, the younger crowd isn't buying it, really. I mean, they, they like to have their fists in the air and tear the crap out of any given town for any given reason. But race tends to work better with that crowd than abortion. Uh, and you're really seeing, I think, the disconnect from the current America uh, in in a lot of the stuff that they're doing because they don't they like the Elizabeth Warrens honestly don't realize how bad this is for them and yet they're just rolling along with it. She was a freaking lunatic yesterday, yeah. man. What? Just an absolute freaking but lunatic. But it's not over abortion rights. She's a lunatic and losing her s because they're losing their well, that's control. What I said. They're yeah, losing well, their power. They see November on the horizon. They know it, and they had uh, the Twitter thing. And you're right. And and they're seeing the polling, and they know the ship is sinking. That's what they're going yeah. nuts about. Yeah, when, when they when they had all the power, you know, and they were collecting more power in D.C., that's what this is all about, because power is money and money is power for them. That's all they care about. And so this is being returned back to the people, and the people, we will see what the people do with it in the states, but there's a lot of other issues that they use the court system as a super legislature. Oh, and yeah. they ran these things through there and said, well, it's settled law. No, it's not. They never made an abortion law. No. So turn this stuff back to the states just like the Constitution calls for, this is a great day because it means we're getting our power back. Well, if it happens, we don't even know if this is going to happen Well, yet. no, and I'm, I'm just you saying. Know, no, I if know what does, I'm saying, we're, but, we're that's what that. makes, but that's what makes the reaction even worse. Right, they don't know. Because we really don't even know if this is actually going to freaking happen. Right, right. And they're on a total freakout because they they think they can ride this all the way into November. Right. And baby, it ain't going to work. It may, it may not happen. It may not go. It's you know, not going to work for him. Right. Well, you, you heard the story this morning that Justice Alito has had to cancel some events for threats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these groups are now telling their people they doxed them, published their their home addresses. Of course. And they're now telling them to go to Alito's house and right. Amy Coney Barrett's house, Kavanaugh's house, and all that kind of stuff. Raise hell in front of their houses. But MAGA is the most extreme political organization in Boom. U.S. history, right? Boom. Hello. You know, I know you Bla- are, but what am I? Black Lives Matter burned down half the country two summers ago. <laughs> right. Black burned oh, them down. Their ship is sinking. They, when, this, when did a MAGA person throw a bottle of urine at a cop? Never, never, ever, ever. They took selfies. They busted into the, into the Capitol. Yes, I still maintain that they there was some shenanigans behind the scenes you there with the it. FBI. Of course there were. But at worst, they took selfies. 
Okay, one of them died getting shot by a by a Capitol police. She sure did, and she had no weapon in her hand whatsoever. Uh, nope. So you know, come on. Black Lives Matter burned down half of this country. Right. Black Lives Matter a- actually had you know people were killed during yes. the Black Lives yes. Matter movement. Uh, they, they you know smash and grab. They were going into stores and stealing stuff in broad daylight and in the middle of the night as well. They lit stuff on fire. Remember the guy from CNN? It's a peace. <laughs> it's a peaceful protest. The building's on fire behind him. The building's on right. fire behind him. A peaceful protest, my ass. Right. So when he says that about MAGA people, you know, he's making, he's pulling it out of his rear end. That's well, for the zealots, they love it. The yeah. zealots and the morons love that, that crap. That's you know what I mean? That's and that's, the they just want him to vote. And yeah. so, because you know what? I, and I think part of the fear is, I think this time out, they know they can't out cheat what's no, coming. That's right. That's exactly you still right. got it. You still, I mean, you, you got to have low numbers on yeah. the one side to a certain extent to still be able to cheat. Yeah. And I think they're worried they're not going to be able to cheat their way through this one. You know what they found out is not only is the right excited, but their side was not. <laughs> not only was the right coming to the polls, but their side wasn't. And they're doing everything right. they can to try to gen right. their side In 2016, up. they wanted to vote for Hillary Clinton. Absolutely. They absolutely did. You bet. Uh, but no, they're, they're, uh, it's, 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 it's remarkable to watch. I don't know that I've ever seen anything this absurd in America well, okay, to this well, extent. One more thing that was super absurd. Yesterday after he said that about the MAGA people, he goes out to the South Lawn and a Rose Garden, has a moment there with the Paralympians from Tokyo and Beijing. Right. There they are. They're up on a little bit of a riser thing and he turns them and goes, not a joke. <laughs> Don't jump. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a clod. <laughs> the guys are in wheelchairs. Yeah. Don't he's, jump. You know, he, he's, he's in decline and he's also a clod. So if you have a clod who's in decline, you're going to have like really stupid, offensive stuff coming and, out of his and mouth. And Joe, Be- Joy Behar, Joe. <laughs> My, why? What the hell? Maybe she identifies as a dude. Joy Joe Behar. Behar blamed Donald Trump for the uh, Chappelle thing. Dave Chappelle thing. Uh, Donald Trump. Started, so did Sonny Hoskin on their show yesterday. Oh, yeah, Donald Trump did this. You see why people are slapping each other on right. airplanes and wherever people are, all this violence breaking out. It's Donald Trump. It's dude. insipid, man. What the hell? He didn't have it. Look, we learned, and we got to take a break. We yeah. learned a lot about this guy, a little bit more about this guy who did this. So yeah. we can talk about that later. Sure. No, sure. Okay, I want to tell you about Matt Spawn, S-P-A-H-N, SpawnLawFirm.com, the guy who does estate planning better than anybody else. Why? Because he knows the law. He stays up on the law. He understands the law. And so laws change, rules change, your family changes, and now is the time to have Matt Spawn look at your plan and make sure your plan is ready to go. Estate planning, it doesn't have to be a complicated mess for you. For Matt Spawn, however, since he's done it so many times, he knows what works. Most importantly, he knows what doesn't work. You'll be able to transfer your assets to those that you love when you want to and to whom you want them to go to. That's a guaranteed deal. It will happen the way you want it to happen. Uh, just log on today and make your appointment, Matt Spawn, SpawnLawFirm.com. S-P-A-H. In 100 years of service. 55 I think it is likely they're going to find out who leaked it. It's a relatively small uh, group of people that could possibly have done that. And uh, I think the full weight of the law has to be brought against them. Little bird, little bird whispering. Yeah, so I wrote down a couple of names, gave them to Elaine to put in the calendar, uh-huh. and we'll see if it turns out to be true or not. These oh, names, so you think did it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's got them in the calendar. I'm not going to say it. Right, I'm not right. going to say it. But she's got them in the calendar down there on this day. 
So a couple of quick things, and we can talk about the Chappelle guy if you want. Sure. Um, all right, Swear and Rhyme KTSA. Uh, so now you've got uh, the people on the left who are looking at self-induced abortion uh, products that uh, women can now use. Because, you know, abortion is going to be illegal in America, <laughs> so you won't be able right. to get an abortion in America unless you do it yourself. Like right. Geraldo said. Uh, anyway. That they annoying have little gnome. They're now Geraldo. publishing the, uh, the, ways, the things you can take right. that uh, will help you with your self-induced abortion. Oh, God. And instructions for making your own abortion pill. And the left, the left, the left, Democrats and the left, uh, telling people now, go out and buy up all the misoprostol you can find. That's what you need, misoprostol. What's that do? Misoprostol is, um, apparently gives you an abortion, but misoprostol is a, a medicine that's used to treat ulcers on horses. So now, <laughs> Wait, so now, so now, no. the left and the Democrats are pushing horse medicine. This. Yeah, I did hear about this. <laughs> so the very crowd that went after Rogan for supposedly using... Uh, horse medicine, yeah, for his COVID, are now advocating <laughs> chicks use horse medicine, <laughs> horse ulcer medicine. Correct. And and might I add? Yes, please. Might add. I add? Yes. As per Geraldo, this is the crowd that can't shut up about. Oh, we'll go back to coat hangers in the crotch if you do this. Yeah. And they're putting out a list of stuff that'll kill you to get an abortion. That's right. Wait, wait. Yeah. They really are that stupid, <laughs> are they? Horse medicine. Oh God. They, they lost their s over ivermectin, and now you need to take horse medicine. What a bunch of thing I can't say on the radio. Well, the other thing was Joy Behar. <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke. Our favorite redhead next to Raggedy Ann. Mm. Uh, Joy Behar said yesterday, look, it happened, and, and women have used this in the past to get men's attention and to change the future of history. The future of history. Okay. Uh, so what we need right now is a sex strike. Women, don't have sex with your man, and that'll be a protest to change all of this. Well, that's easy for her to say. Well, very. I'm sur- I surmise very easy. You know what that threat's like? You ever have somebody? You ever see somebody on Facebook who's like, "If you don't believe A, B, and C, unfriend me now, yeah, or, or I'm going to unfriend you." It's like, who will unfriend me? Like, I don't give a crap. This whole they ever then they trot out this whole sex thing. Sex strike. We'll stop having sex with you. It's like, like that's okay. going to happen. All right. But what? I'm you, so you, scared. You want everybody to be like you, Joy? Is that the deal? Just want everybody to be sexless and you know <laughs> like miserable like you, Joy, Joy Behar, you weirdo. Did you want to talk about Isaiah? This Isaiah. Well, I, I just you know I I had said yesterday that I, I and I, I agree with you that I think Will Smith kind of opened the door to this kind of thing, uh, whatever somebody's motivation. I think we're both right on the on this on this story. Well, that can happen. And then I said he was a fame hog, and this is all about this guy getting attention. Yeah. You said you know well this is Will Smith kind of you know made it okay made it okay to do this. In yeah. other words. This dumbass had never probably thought to even do this until he saw Will Smith do it. Yeah. Isaiah Lee, it, it, they, they, they can't find anything on him. He's 23, I believe. Yeah. But they found an account, social media account, that's uh, some rap guy with the same name. And, so, and it looks like him. Yeah. And so they think it's him. He's got some stupid videos. He's got some anti-cop videos out there. But he has a song, a rap song called Dave Chappelle. And one of the lyrics is, I'm walking into the bowl. Yeah. So this guy obviously did it to yeah. make a name for himself, yeah. and which I'm now doing, helping him do. Make a name for himself, have people buy his crappy rap records. But he's being Will Smith. Huh? But he was being Will Smith. Well, no, I don't think he was being. I think he, I thought the walking idea the of bowl. doing that, right. 
But he did it because he wanted the attention. Yes. No, 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 no. He didn't do it because he actually wanted to, you know, beat up Dave Chappelle. He did it because he wants people to download his stupid music. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what else I'm sick of while I'm on the rant here? Yeah. I'm sick of guys pushing their damn rap records. Yeah. I mean, like nine guys a week who have got a rap record they're pushing. Well, not that I care what Howard Stern thinks, right? (laughs) But because Howard Stern, he's another fame hog, and he's a guy also that right now he's trying to be the anti-Rush Limbaugh because Rush is dead. And he's being all political. Well, he's always... Well, he's, he's, he's being all yeah. political. He's trying, to be, he's trying to be the left's answer to Rush Limbaugh because Limbaugh's gone. But anyway, I digress for a minute. Howard Stern said yesterday they arrested this guy for doing this to Dave Chappelle, but they let Will Smith go. And he was making a case that they should have arrested Will Smith, done the same thing to Will Smith that they're doing to this guy. All right, Howard. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I can almost, I can kind of see the argument. I mean, there is a like a grain. There's one grape nut of uh, of reason behind that because they they were going to arrest Will Smith, but Chris Rock said no. But it doesn't matter because in L.A. County, you can still arrest a guy for committing that sure kind of act. Sure, can. It's up to the so sheriff. So I, I I I I see what he's saying. Will Smith it, actually made contact. This guy didn't, right? Well, I mean, I see the I see the argument. But everybody there at the Oscars was also like, no, I don't want this. No, well, I don't want this. But at first they gave, they were like, okay. And they went up. Remember when they went up on the stage and hugged him and said, come yeah. in. And, and they went and talked to him. And, you know, Denzel hey, so, was there. D- like, yeah. Denzel was like, hey, come on, baby. You know, you just lost your S for a minute. It's all good. Everything's fine. You right. know, it's all right. And they were all hugging on him and everything. Uh, and this guy, they immediately tackled him, cuffed him, threw him in a car, hauled him out. Which, at that time, if you remember, there were people that were saying that should have happened to Will. At the very least, he should have been made to leave. But he got back right. in his seat and screamed then. But their reaction was also an, a result of the Will Smith thing. Because it was almost like, well, damn, we ain't going to let oh, that happen there again. You go. And the guy had a blade. So, you know, there's also he another did have a a blade. weird gun blade thing. Yeah. So uh, Howard, uh, who cares? Howard, right? Know. No, no, I wasn't. I, I wasn't he, bringing that up. Oh no, no, to, I understand. I, that. I just wanted to attribute it to him. That, but, I, but you're, I think you're him. right. I think Howard's one of those guys that's kind of. Uh, he's got a big honking audience, though. Oh, sure, he, does. he, he always does, will. But, but he, you know, he loves it when he makes the national news too. He does. I mean? That's the deal. Like I said, he's Robin. a fame hog. Robin. Well, uh, we all are to a certain extent. <laughs> My wife said that to, to me the other day. All of you people in media, you all are. We're all fame hogs. Come um, on. New York Post has a story about a pansexual Florida teacher <laughs> who was fired for uh, talking about her sexuality sure. to her class. In her class, a little bitty children. Little bitty, 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 tiny little children. Not high schoolers. Right. That wouldn't be okay either. Um, look, woman. I'm looking at her face right now. And woman. It's none of their business. Your sexuality, fine. I don't care if you're pansexual. Back in the day, we used to use the S word for that. <laughs> if, you, if you were sleeping around with a bunch of different oh, people, yeah, yeah. you were a what? Ends with a, begins with an S, ends with a, with a T. With T, yeah. that's right, yes. I don't even know what the hell pansexual means, well, to be means, honest with that you. That means you, you're sexual with a pan, with a bunch of people. Like a lot of people. Like lots of people. Hey, like, like a football like, team. Like with, I'm with Elaine, then I'm with Chris, then I'm with you, then I'm with the Don, and sometimes no, we're all together. that's getting creepy. That's just getting weird. Right, I exactly. love you all, but, you know. But here's my point. I ain't going point. friends on you. When we were in school... Right. Remember back in when we would sit in a cave around the big stone with the fire burning and we were in school <laughs> and the teacher would tell us to draw on the wall? Remember those uh, yeah. days? Okay. 
Um, which we really actually kind of did. That's what chalkboards were, weren't they? But anyway, uh, we never had these types of things come at us from teachers. Teachers well, were no. different. They were separate from us. They well, were special. Do you remember when you'd see them at the grocery store and you'd go, oh, wow, Mrs. Jones, she actually eats real food. She shops at a grocery store. I can't believe that. I, I couldn't tell you the politics of any teacher I ever had. No. High school or middle school or ele- no. elementary school. No. College, a little difference, but well, I, I don't much remember. Much less their sexual proclivity. Uh, yeah, you know, that's just icky, man. That's just, hey, you know what? If you're pansexual, then go have a good time on Saturday night with all, as many dudes as you can corral. That's it. But leave the kids out of it, man. You know what it is? It's this generation of teachers. Is she young? Is she like, of course. like she in her early 30s, late 20s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, they've been indoctrinated into this. Of crap. course. Of course. In, in education. There she is telling her young children in the school, in the classroom, I'm a pansexual. Well, Mrs. Jones, what is what is pansexual? Well, let me tell you. There's that's when booger you know, eater doesn't even know what the hell she's talking about. Exactly the point. Ish. All right. Let, let's talk about Bridgehead IT. When you need IT services there at work, you got to have Bridgehead on your team, whether you already have a team already that's an IT staff for you or you don't. Whichever the case is, if you've already got an IT team, these guys can be the biggest help for your IT team. But if you don't have an IT team, they can help you as much or as little as you want want them to. They can be as involved or not as you want them to be. Bridgehead IT does it all. So if you've got a major computer or software issue, you simply call them and they get on it right then and there. Immediately. I'm talking about immediately they go to work to correct the issue for you. But even thinking down the road about ways to improve your business, making uh, issues streamlined, making your business operate more efficiently, saving your customers and your employees time, saving you money, and improving the bottom line. And it is really all about the bottom line, isn't it? Bridgehead IT IT 210 for our Supreme Court. Tulsi Gabbard, hey, what day is it anyway? <laughs> hey, Cinco de Mayo, eh? Oh, the gringos drinking the Corona beer, eh? Right, Bandoleros. Oh, the gringos eating their little street tacos. Mr. Dosekis. Cinco de Mayo drinking the Cinco <laughs> either. The Corona light. Have you, oh, the gringos. Have you gritoed yet today? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't we don't do much on Cinco de Mayo. Nope. Uh it's not me. National Prayer Day, which is cool. Amen. You may be seated. Right. Uh let's see. It's Oyster Day. I know that means a lot to you, doesn't it? Because you, you just love those oysters. You just slop up the bivalves, don't you? You just slop up the bivalves. You ever suck down an oyster, Don Morgan? Oh, my God. That's a little bit of heaven. Leave man. them in the ocean. No, a Where little they bit belong? of heaven. Where they belong? They belong in the ocean. Oysters, oysters on the half shell, a little basky. There's a reason God of... put a strong shell around them so that you can't nah, get to them. Leave them alone. Nah, I eat the Leave oysters. them there where they belong. A little bit of horseradish on them. Oh, hell, that's a little bit of heaven. Um, let's hell, see. that's it's... a little bit of heaven. Hell, oh, yeah, hell that's a little, that's bit, a little of bit of heaven. hell, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's square root day. Oh boy, it's oh. one for the nerds. Mm-hmm. Square root day. Excited like about that. Want to party? And to quote Bill Murray and Stripes, man, I want to party with them. I right? Think, I think my wife just got tingly. Square. She likes the square. That's the end of the math thing. That girl is totally about that stuff, man. Yeah. She's she's at home, like you know, writing stuff on a chalkboard, oh, yeah. writing uh, big oh, yeah. uh, mathematical equations. Uh, we do algebra for lunch. Yeah. Going all uh, uh, Goodwill hunting on mm-hmm. us. Um, my favorite of the day, though. Mm. Trey. Yes. It's hand hygiene day. It's a good idea. It's hand hygiene day. Where yep. your hands been? <laughs> 
can't Where your tell hands you. been, Trey? I can't tell you that. What's on them? I, you know, I got really good at it, though. I've been really good, good about washing my washing oh. my hands. You know, <laughs> but I did read a, I did read a deal the other day about sixty two million bacteria are under your nails. Sure, people that are chewing on their nails got their hands in their mouth and all that kind of stuff. Sixty two yeah. million bad uh, bad stuff. Bacteria. What did uh, Naomi Judd say? Always wash your hands and pray because germs and Jesus are everywhere. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. There's all kinds of stuff in all hands. It don't matter how much you wash them. You know, my president is Ron DeSantis, right? Right. And I keep waiting. Every time I see him, I keep waiting for the shoe to drop. Like, he's going to screw up something somewhere. Come on, Ron. Right. Blow it somewhere. And he hasn't yet. No. Turned on a computer this morning, and there that lovely man was, man. He's sitting in front of the American flag, the flag of the United States, and the flag of Florida, looking right. very presidential, blue suit, red tie. And he's talking about the National Day of Prayer. There he is, first one, not not Joe Biden, not oh. Donald Trump, nobody, none of those guys talking about the National Day of Prayer. There's Ron DeSantis, my president, talking about the National Day of Prayer. Well, that's who he is. He's a good guy. But what do you think Biden's going to say about it if he says anything at all? Oh, man, he's going to screw it up. He's going to say something deeply weird. You just know it. Don't jump. Look, look, no no joke. Have an abortion on National Prayer Day, okay? That's what you do. That's what all uh, people of all organized religions, that's what they do. No joke. They have abortions on National Prayer Day. I love the way the deuce went after her, uh, Jen yesterday. After I, I missed Anderson. that. I oh didn't see God. that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you after, after okay. the news. All right, coming back. More Wayne Rhyme on the other side here on KTSA. So stand by. We'll be here for you. we got the latest and uh, and that, that story as well. And our latest thoughts, of course, on the whole shakedown on the Democrats freaking out. That's coming back. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yep. That's what we like about the deuce. He goes right after Raggedy Ann. Plays she it on hates her. him. Yeah. She hates him. So yesterday, you know, uh, Biden said the whole thing. You know, he was going to be the great unifier. Remember that during the campaign? I'm the great <laughs> right, unifier. Oh yeah, right. And yesterday he said, the MAGA thing is the worst thing that's ever happened to this country. They're the most radical people. He forgot about BLM. But uh, so he was talking about how, you know, the next, the Republicans are going to start yanking gay kids out of classroom. <laughs> right. I did hear about that. Right, yeah, right. So he said that. So the deuce just asked her. What law is he talking about? Well, Peter, we've seen across states that they are doing this in state. There's really some radical legislation across states. Really? What radical legislation yeah. are we talking about? Where? What are you talking about? Well, Peter, you know that it's crazy out there. And I never said it was political. Yeah, you did. Here's your quote. <laughs> yeah. That's the deuce. He's riding the wave, baby. Ooh, He's man. riding the wave, man. <laughs> Good on him. Good yeah. on him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, you got some? I do. There, you know, I, this is a disturbing story, and what's disturbing about it is that we really haven't heard about it, and it, it reveals something about we, where we are with the media right now, and okay. it's not, we're just going to reinforce what we already kind of know about the media, okay? okay? You got this Philadelphia cop, Ed Saul Mendoza. He's okay. in his mid-20s. He was uh, charged with murder yesterday. Cop was. Cop was. Okay. Um, he, Philadelphia cop. Uh, he's a plainclothesman. He's with two other plainclothes cops. They're in a plain, unmarked car. They're driving through Philadelphia. They're looking for, uh, they got a call on a, a, a weapons discharge of some kind. Uh, they pull up in some neighborhood, and there's two young kids, 12 and 13 years of age. Uh, and uh, they pull up, and they put on their, their lights that they have under the hood that kind of lets them know that they're a cop, that it's a cop car. One of the kids, were, I, I don't think we're even sure which of these kids 
fired a shot. But one kid fired a shot. It ends up landing uh, in the headrest or the head uh, cushion of the uh, of the cop car. Ooh. Nobody nobody is is hurt. Uh, and so they get out and start chasing these two kids. Now, according to most uh, witness testimony, the other kid had the gun. I think maybe at some point he gave it to the uh, to the other kid. Uh, but the kids are running away. And the cops, uh, this uh, this officer shoots at the kids. Thomas Cidiero is is the little is the thirteen year old kid uh, who ends up, and it's they're not quite sure. He either he he had the gun, he drops the gun, mm. kid goes down on the ground, mm. and they're not sure if he was scared of the bullets he was being shot at, and so he got down, or if he got down to say, "Hey, I'm unarmed and mm. I'm down." Yeah. Uh, former Philadelphia police officer Ed Saul Mendoza walks up. Knowing the kid is unarmed, this is not in dispute, points the gun at his back and pulls the trigger. Oh, Kills the kid. Yeah, no. Got to go to prison. Uh, he was, uh, he was uh, charged with murder yesterday. But as my wife and I were talking last night, you haven't heard about this story. Yeah. Why do you think that is? <sighs> why, why haven't we heard about mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Don't know. Philadelphia police officer Ed Saul Mendoza is black. Oh. And uh, the yep. kid is, yeah, as best as I can tell, is either white or Hispanic, well, the, but you, that, that this would be story, white. you haven't heard anything about this. If it's a white cop, I haven't heard anything about if this. If it was a white cop and a black kid. Well, I mean, we, got, we got our noggins in the news every single day. Yeah. Cop shootings yeah. always go to the top of the stack, yeah. but only if they're white cops. Right. This guy, it, this again, this is not in dispute, walked up he killed a kid. and shot the kid in the back right. on the ground when he knew the kid didn't have a gun. Right. This is the epitome of a dirty cop story. Absolutely. And yet, nothing. He's a black cop. Had he been white? Yeah, black cop. Had the kid been black? What do you think we'd know about this, wouldn't we? Are you kidding me? They'd be tearing up the streets in Philadelphia. CNN would be flying helicopters over and everything else. There'd be fires in the streets of Philadelphia. And then, uh, right, and uh, Joe Biden would have already been out, you know, hey, we can't have this going on. It's a terrible thing. Look, another white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy. And and this isn't even controversial like George Floyd, which I'm sorry, there are still questions that were never asked about that, okay, Or, or never answered about that. This guy shot a kid in the back on the ground who was unarmed. Yeah, no. No, it should He's be thirteen. Should be and the front page. Nothing. Yeah, everybody should Silence. be talking about it, right? Yep, yep. So there you go. That's a great point, and that's exactly why that happened. By the way, on the George Floyd thing, Derek Chauvin did say yesterday that yes, he kept his uh, knee on Mr. Floyd after he died. So he finally has said yes, right. that happened. And the judge gave him 25 years right. yesterday. So he's going to be gone for 25 years. So right. he, he did say, finally, because in the trial they didn't say to that. And whatever. Sure. So, all right. Well, that's a good story. That's, that's good, man. You're absolutely well, right. It's, it's, it's chilling, though. And it, cause it, it, for me, and maybe it's because you know, we, we do this for a living. We have our small little corner of the media world. And when you realize just how corrupt it's become oh, as far God. as journalism in America, it, it's, it's, they've really allowed themselves to be completely corrupted and owned and operated by one side of things. Well, and they're activists is what they are. Yeah. They're activists, right? They're not journalists. They're activists. Here's here's another one for you, Kate Smith. Uh, she worked at CBS. Kate Smith did reporting on stories like abortion, right? right. So uh, Kate Smith left to join Planned Parenthood just a few weeks uh-huh. ago, and she's tweeting all this stuff about abortion now, this whole thing you know, we've been dealing with this week and everything. She's just gone crazy about it, the, the F word all over her Twitter account about of it course. and everything else. But what it proves is she's nothing but an activist. 
but she worked at CBS right. for years doing stories about abortion. Sure. She's an abortion activist. So what's what's happened in the media? And it really happened over the last fifty years or so. Is they went out and they, you know, recruited activists for these positions, and these activists have been reporting on these stories for us. And so, oh, yeah. th- th- there's no question in my mind the story that you just told us as to why it happened. These journalists are not journalists; they're activists, no. and they're going to sweep this one on the rug and hope and pray that it goes well, away. Well, look who's going to MSNBC. Look exactly. at MSNBC's latest acquisition. It's Raggedy Jen Psaki. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. She's no conflict of interest in maintaining her gig right now. No. None whatsoever. No, none whatsoever. And she's absolutely full of crap. Yeah. <laughs> she's I mean, she totally is. And, and she's not only, she's the worst kind of full of crap person. She's not only full of crap, she's snark, snarky and snotty about being full of crap. Well, Sean. Well, well Sean. Well, Sean. Hey, the uh, Secretary of State has got COVID. And oh, so yeah, heard, we yeah. wish him well. Yeah. Uh, Antony Blinken uh, tested positive yesterday. But once again. <laughs> vax to the max and boosted to the roosted and he's got it so the vax and the booster and all that stuff load of crap well absolutely it is uh, very obviously it is you know and but there, you know what I, I i i sense a coming outbreak i don't know between now in october i huh? I, I suspect we're gonna have like a lockdown a really bad <laughs> new outburst of a new covid variant which is going to land our asses back at home we're going to have masks on yeah, we're sure. not going to be able to vote i talked about this a couple of days ago but i'll just bring it up again real quick because you and i didn't talk about it charlie chris is running against Ron DeSantis, my president down in right. florida right to right. be the governor of florida charlie chris is running and his platform i'm going to mask you all up and lock you all down again oh that's going to work there you go that's what people want to hear the freest state that never had a mask mandate that'll so work in florida i'm going to mask you up and lock you down oh okay i'll vote for you dude's going to roll right into the governor's mansion with that man in florida oh that's what those people have been (laughs) dying to hear man please mask me up and lock me down again oh please god they're so stupid don't tell me this isn't kind of some weird stooge dance. These people are it's, idiots, it's exactly man. I love it. I, I, I love watching the oh, river yeah. of bullcrap, and you and I get right. to talk about it. A new Discovery Plus show geared toward young audiences portrays former President Abraham Lincoln as a pioneering queer hero. Oh, come on. No, 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 no. No, no, I can't take it. An Italian no. sculptor. Four score, swish. Yeah, and, and sculptor Michelangelo would stroke more Adam than Eve. Do, wait, that, I didn't get that last part. What Michelangelo was that? would have stroked more Adam than Eve. He was also gay. Well, queer. that's possible. <laughs> Among other things, the Book of Queer. The Book of Queer. Refers to Catholic Saint Joan of Arc is non-binary. She was non-binary. Discovery Plus has released its first look of the feature at Book of Queer. The story the Book of, of Queer. The story of multiple historic and groundbreaking queer individuals throughout history. Again, this is aimed at young kids. <laughs> you thought Mayor this is this is in the show. You right. thought Mayor Pete was one of a kind. Well, he wasn't even the first. Abe Lincoln was a queer commander in chief. You better believe Michelangelo stroked more Adam than Eve. Oh God. Now you've got oh, another God. You've got another episode. They're children. Kings and Queens features stories about President Lincoln, First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt, and Egyptian Pharaoh Akaton, who was also gay, queer. Oh. 
Them Egyptians, they like to party. Another show called Sashay at Forward involves <laughs> stories about Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, and, uh, and astronaut Sally Ride. <laughs> of course, she must have been a lesbian. Queen's Work Makes the Team Work is the name of the other series. Telling children that Alexander the Great, baseball player Glenn Burke, and Harvey Milk were all in it together. Well, they didn't even live at the same time, so how could they be in it together? I don't know. Gay to Z, featuring stories. Gay to Z, featuring stories about King James's sex, uh, gay sex life, and poet Sappho. I don't even know who the hell. Yeah, that is. okay. Uh, Pride or Die involves stories about entertainer Josephine Baker and Joan of Arc being gay. Discovery Plus will be launching another LGBTQIA2S Plus. What the hell does all that mean? I don't know. I've lost track. I lost track of all the letters and the numbers. I don't know. Called Generation Drag, featuring teens and younger and their journeys into the world of drag. This is all on Discovery Plus. There you know you what? You all are becoming a drag, man. It's just, it's so, <laughs> I'm so bored of it all at this point. You know what I mean? The queer book. Abe Lincoln. Now, you know, a lot of those names you mentioned, well, you know, maybe, I don't know. But Abe Lincoln, what do they base that on? What do they base Abe Lincoln being gay on? I, I'm really kind of curious. You know, and uh, look, it's like I say, where, where are we? Okay, like I say all the time, all right, a lot of people who would have no problem with the gay community would be supportive of many of the issues. Trans, I don't even think it's a real community, but it, it, people who would normally be supportive of that community are being turned away and turned off by this stuff, man. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about this teacher out in Florida oh, that is telling her young elementary school children right. about her pansexuality, right? Hey, I got it's, me some last night. It's none, of their, <laughs> it's none of their business, right? Just teach them reading, writing, arithmetic. Your sexuality is nothing. You leave it leave it at home. I don't care what your sexuality is. It doesn't belong in the classroom. Well, the same thing here. You know, Abe Lincoln and all that he did, he... <laughs> You know what it is? You know what it is? I figured out why Democrats hate Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln freed their slaves. That's why the Democrats well, don't like him. Well, they hate him because he was a Republican, well, too. You know, I mean, freed, they can't, who freed they, their slaves. Right, and they can't stand that. <laughs> it, so, they hate it. But but what, what does it matter? I, I don't care what he was. It doesn't I, I don't believe. I don't personally believe he was gay. I, I did some research here. I don't, but what matters is what he did as a president of this country. Michelangelo and his great art. Who cares if he was gay? That's not relevant to the story. None of that is relevant. Well, it's like NBC tweeting about Jeopardy, the Jeopardy winner from Canada last week who's a, a lesbian tutor. They freaking mention her name, man. It's not it's relevant. a lesbian tutor. Right. She tutors lesbians. Yeah, right. Weird. We'll take a quick break. More Wear and Rama coming up for you. Lifestyles. Lifestyles Unlimited. If you want to retire in five years or less, Lifestyles Unlimited is a real estate education and mentoring group going to teach you how to successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties. These guys have done it. They've been through the war. You know what I'm saying? So they understand what works, what wins, and they understand, more importantly, what doesn't. So they can keep you from making all the mistakes that they made, man, make you successful. Like I said, retire in five years or less. Now, that's financial freedom, isn't it? That's what financial freedom really is all about, to be able to make your decisions about your life, when you're going to do this and when you're going to do that. You can reclaim your time. You can set up a financial legacy for your children, your grandchildren, and perpetuity. 
It's a wonderful organization. They are great people, and you're going to learn so much. Here's what I want you to do. Go to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com and use my name, W-A-R-E, all in caps. That's WARE, all in caps. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com and let them show you how. Warm and humid, a couple of showers and a thunderstorm later on today, and 86 for the high. Then the heat sets in tomorrow, about 96 tomorrow, and then 100 on Saturday, Step. Well, as as Bang Bang Fang Fang Swalwell said, they're just going to start killing women. That's what Republicans are going to do. That's exactly the plan. Taking away their reproductive rights, and now it's time to kill them. Now we can start killing women. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So the world will be wow. a better place without them, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> I, I kind of like it the way it is right now. Yeah, thank that's you. right, man. Uh, so... This is an interesting story, and we don't need to spend much time on it because I don't think there's much to say about it, but I'm interested in your thoughts. Um, dude cruising down 35 here yesterday, or close to the station, in fact, right. going over close to Bamsey, in his 20s, uh, and it's about 4.30 yesterday afternoon, and ended up crashed into another car into the median and hitting a tree. Uh, they, When the police got there, they had discovered that he and the car had been shot up, and they're thinking road rage right out here on I-35. Um, officers said they can't rule it out. They're asking for anybody who was on I-35 about 425 or 435 yesterday afternoon. Right. If you got one of them dash cams, give them a call down to cop shop so that they can uh, get on this thing and figure out what happened to this guy. But apparently he was shot while driving. Um, you know, I don't know the circumstances. Obviously, don't know if he precipitated, if he started. I, who knows? We don't know anything. Uh, but I will say this. We do know that it's becoming more violent to live in San Antonio. That's a fact, and I've said mm. it before that uh, we, you know, I went back and I did a lot of research on Chicago when it, how did it get to where it is today? Is right. the killing fields because that's what it is, pretty, right? Really bad. Yeah. Pe- people ask me about going to Mexico. You know, you, you go to Mexico on vacation, man. It's dangerous down there. No, go to Chicago. That's danger. <laughs> Baltimore. S- yeah. S- right. There you go. San Antonio was headed that way, and the way it worked in Chicago, Sean, it just gradually kind of tick, 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 up, 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 up. Crime did, and then it fell. You know what I'm saying? It it took off. In other words, I should say it went up. You know, all of a sudden, it just like this, and then it just shot crime in in Chicago, shot right up. San Antonio's on a trajectory, tick, 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 and then it just kind of takes off on its own, goes straight up. And I got a feeling, just what I've read before, right. we're we're getting close to that time when it's just going to shoot straight up. Well, I mean, it it it. It's certainly, and I've you know I've been here now what eleven years I guess yeah, yeah. Um, I, it, it's certainly changing in that it's the kind of violence and it's the kind of violence that you're seeing in other cities which is more random. Like when I first got here and you know I was kind of learning about the town. Uh, I, I met some folks when I first got here that had been who'd lived there lived here their whole lives, and I met my wife and she's born and raised on the west side. And it was always more of a, well, don't hang out in this neighborhood or don't drive slow through this neighborhood. You kind of knew, based upon what people were telling me, where to go and where not to go, which is true of any city to a certain extent. You know, know, there's the Mm -hmm. neighborhoods where you can get shot at and there's the neighborhoods with a lot of gang violence and stuff like that. And I, what I'm seeing now is more random stuff where people in neighborhoods where you don't expect it to be violent... I'm not saying the the fancy rich neighborhoods. I mean, just in neighborhoods where you don't tend to see that sort of thing happen, where it's a drive-by or something like that. Or on a highway. Or on a highway, you, you just see much more random violence than I, than I think we did before. And that's disturbing. Has I don't know it, where it goes or why it's happening, but... Has it raised your awareness of it when you're out and about? 
No, and I haven't changed much. No, I mean, I have, I've always kind of had a uh, a radar. Probably since I worked in Denver, I've always kind of maintained a radar as far as what's my, going on around my, me. My radar is up all the time now. Yeah. And you know, I, I carry, but um, and, and most times more than one. But st- even simple stuff like getting out to gas up. You know, right. I got my head on a swivel. I, I know who's around me. I know the whole deal. I know what's happening around me and all those kind of things now. Uh, but it, when you think about just driving down the highway, if this guy was an innocent guy who's just driving down a highway, we don't know. But if he was, that changes the entire narrative here to a guy driving down the highway, minding his own business, right. and gets blown away on the highway because it could happen to anybody then. Well, yeah, we've had a few of those over the past yeah, year or two where that's what it's, I'm it's happened on, you know, moving vehicles, uh, you know, one's shooting at the other. Uh, I know that's always sort of gone on, too, because my wife has a couple of stories from when she was younger, but I, I just think the dynamic of violence in America in general has changed, and it's become more of a random, I'm just going to act on my initial instinct, Man. my initial emotional response, so some dude cuts me off, I'm just going to cap him. Well, that, too. I mean, that but goes that's on, what too. I, mean. I think right, that yeah. plays into yeah, it. I think it's, sure. it's it's that that's the kind of violence you're absolutely. seeing everywhere right yeah. now, where it's, I'm just going to do what I feel it's like nuts. doing. It's absolutely nuts. Uh, the other night we had a woman on the southeast side. A guy broke into the house, you know, and she blew him away. And it, that made national news, by that's the way. That's right, yeah. That was all over the national news, on Fox News like crazy. Um, but we're seeing, I think we're seeing more and more of that kind of, like you're saying, sure. kind of random and why is it going on. There also, there's a video out today, and this is not San Antonio, okay, but I'm just bringing this into the mix here because the the bad guys are kind of changing their modus operandi. Um they are now going into some of these places, and, and this was a smoke shop. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Where was it? It was in uh, California. It was in uh, L.A. L.A. Yeah, LA, LA right? County. Yeah. yeah, smoke shop in L.A. And a dude in there, and he happened to be armed. The guy who was working there happened to be armed. <laughs> yeah. Had a security vest on, you know. Right. That's the kind of neighborhood he's in or whatever, right? Or that's where it's California. Com- or in Compton. That's, okay, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So these guys come in, but it's not just one guy. Hmm. So you got like five guys, six guys who come yeah. in. And they're armed, and they start unloading on this guy. They just start bang, 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 bang. Well, it's one on six. That's not very good odds. Now, he lived. He got shot in the head and the neck, but he you know, he lived through it. Killed one of those other guys. Right. Uh, and so they didn't, you know. But the point is, it, it the, the all of society right now, and I say this every morning on the air, crime is kind of ruling the streets in a lot of america right now and it, and it goes back to defund the police and you know the lackadaisical attitude and the da's that have been elected by paid for by george soros who's creating the chaos it's everywhere we got a guy driving down 35 get shot yesterday well i you know the this is what the politicians wanted they, they there's certain there's a certain element in this country that they want violence in the streets because they figure eventually it gives them the open door to i don't know do martial law type thing take type stuff away. crisis stuff take your gun away i wouldn't try that with me or trey <laughs> but uh you know it's uh it's this this is you reap what you sow man you reap what you sow and this is uh these are the reapings right here yeah. you know unfortunately and uh I, I don't think i only really think about it when i'm with my wife or with my kids if I'm by myself, I don't think about it. I think about it all the time, you know, when I'm out. And the reason I do is because I remember San Antonio prior to this. Right. Now, there's always been violence. There's sure. always been stuff that's happened, right? But as you were saying earlier, for the most part, it was always targeted. It was for a specific purpose, right. you know. It was uh, Woody Harrelson's dad taking out Judge John Wood, you know, those because he was going right. to trial. All there's those, a reason for it, in other reason, words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's just like, phew, yeah. I'm, I'm mad at you because you cut me off on a highway. Precisely. Yeah.
All right, Broadway Vascular, Dr. Dallas Broadway, a world-renowned authority in outpatient vascular procedures, wants to see you today if you suffer from poor circulation. That manifests in leg pain, foot pain, ulcers, and things of that nature. Also, diabetic neuropathy, if you have that, and your doctor has been talking about your poor circulation and the effects of that poor circulation and what it's doing to you. Dr. Dallas Broadway is a guy who focuses on keeping people out of the hospital and preserving their limbs. In some cases, doctors will start to recommend that the amputation well, you know what? You, you don't have to go that far yet. Uh, talk to our friends over at Broadway Vascular first. The procedure that he performs is outpatient. It's also covered by the FDA, and, and the initial consultation is free of charge. So in most cases, it takes about an hour to do this, and then you go home because that's what Dr. Dallas Broadway is all about, keeping you out of the hospital and keeping you home. It's Dr. Dallas Broadway, Broadway Vascular, 210-465. Bring out the old You are arrogant. Go, go for it, Geraldo. Come on, keep going. Okay, Joe. Make it a fool on of this, On this, don't, don't you? You know something? What? You insulting punk. You're an insulting punk. Hey, Come Sean. On. Why is everybody posting pictures of mayonnaise in sinks today? Everybody's throwing their jars of mayonnaise. It's Cinco de Mayo, and, and they think it's funny. <laughs> Like, no one's ever seen that one before. So it's all over the social medias today, <laughs> especially for the old folks over on Facebook. You old pukes on face puke. Hey, I'm one of those old pukes on face puke, <laughs> that's man. That's right. That's right. That's you right. insulting punk. Uh-huh. That's me. I am the insulting punk, and he's the hippie. I'm not a hippie. Wait a minute. I'm not a freaking hippie. You're not a hippie. No. Okay. I voted for Trump twice. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Just My check. kid is, all but right. I'm not. All right. <laughs> All right, so happy, happy something because everybody's putting jars of mayo in the sink and taking pictures of it. Oh, you, I tell you, you people on Facebook are some of the most creative people I've ever seen in my no, life. No, we're not. <laughs> that's creative. Nah, that is. That's we just, post the same meme all the. You know, we just share the same. You crap said you were going to crack me up. What are you going to do to crack me up? Now? Well, I don't know if I'm going to crack you up or not. You said it's going to be funny. You know, Trey. Yes. I love you, man. Thank you. I love you. Too. I love you. I do too. And, I love you too. Oh, Don Morgan went away, but uh, Don Morgan, I, I love. I love that big, bald, beautiful behemoth. I just, I love Don Morgan. Love I love too. you both. Are you searching? God, I love you. I love you both so much. Uh-huh. We are familia. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. But Dolly's country, man. She's country. She's country. <laughs> She's what is wrong with you both? She's country. She's country. Okay. She's not rock and roll. All right. They had to talk her ass into this stuff with the rock That's and roll. That's true. They did. They had to. She's not. She's country. They had to lasso her in and bring her in. That's she's what country. Do. Where did Chris go? I wanted to play some of this stuff. Dolly Parton is country. Okay. All right. Well, first of all, opinions are like uh, orifices, and everybody's got one. Well, unfortunately, mine's right. She's country. <laughs> she's always been country. That okay? Fine. Look, it's it, it's a very subjective thing. No, it's not. She's country. Well, hold on just a minute. Before you get all wound up now. Not wound and get, up! And get spaced out on me. Um, have you ever heard Miley Cyrus's version of Jolene? I don't care. She's country. <laughs> Dolly Parton is country. <laughs> all right? Uh, I, I, I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell okay. you what. Hey, hey, yeah. no, no, okay. no, no, it's, uh, it's okay. No, no, no. It's okay. Don Morgan said there's like 50, 50 dudes. Yeah. Since he's out for sure. You know, there's like 50 dudes who uh, in bands who ought to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And That's not. true. Right. That's true. 
So well, what I, the hell's Dolly doing me, in there? You heard what me the hell is uh, Lionel Richie? Eminem, freaking Eminem. Lionel Richie. Lionel freaking Richie. Right. No, no, we, we agree. All right. Agree. I, I, I said this morning, you obviously were listening, and I said this morning those guys should go in. How You in the, did, in all fairness. I did say that. How in the hell is Sammy Hagar not in there? I know you're not the biggest Sammy fan. Well, he should be in there. He's yes, in there with Van Halen. He's yeah. in with Van But he should be on his own, man. Is U2 in there? I don't think U2's in there. U2 is not, I don't believe. I don't, I don't believe that they greatest, are. One of the greatest rock bands that ever. There he is. There's that bald weird. I'm calling you both out. Yeah. Dolly's country. She's country, man. She's always she's got rhinestones on her ass. She's always been country. You. What's wrong with you both? What's wrong with you? You know, there are so subjective now. No, it's not subjective. It's the truth. It's not the truth. It's country. The truth. It's country. country. It, it, it is the truth. And he, no, he, it's not. What he's, yeah. what he's trying to do, what, Sean, this is how Sean lives his life. He wants a reaction out of people. No, no I don't. And, yeah. and he's pissed I'm not giving I'm him not, a reaction. No, no, I'm not. No, well, Sean, well, here, no. Here's Dolly's country. Give him what? a reaction Sh- soon because the next step is he drops his hey, pants. Hey, why don't we put so. uh, Pat Boone in there? Pat Boone did a rock and roll uh, heavy metal record. Ozzy Osbourne was very, he used to smoke dope with him. Let's let's get Pat Boone in the uh, rock and roll Hall of Fame. Ever smoked it? No, let's get Pat Boone. Let's get. I know let's Pat Boone, and you are no there. Pat Boone. Okay, let's, Ozzy is no Pat get. Boone. I was friends with Pat Boone. Okay. <laughs> hey, but there is a Pat that's going in, and she should have gone in in like 1983. Yes. yes. Listen, Benatar. So the first video on MTV was the Buggles, which was a joke. So that right. makes this one the actual first one. This was the actual first video on MTV. She should have been in years ago. I'm Here's telling you, she Dolly paved Parker. the way for rock and roll women. She Absolutely, she did. Everything else, all the other rock and roll women that came along later, and there's great ones out there, owe it to her. Absolutely. Yeah. She should have been in a long time ago. And and what? who was, was um, <clears throat> Neil was playing with who? Who? What? Oh, Rick Derringer. Rick Derringer. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I had a brain fart. Neil was playing with Rick Derringer. Pat, oh, okay. Pat had cut a record, and it sucked. <laughs> and she was about to get out. Now she's operatically trained, has a range like you would not believe, like Freddie Mercury kind of yeah, thing, you know. Yeah. And uh, there was a producer that that uh, said to her, knew knew Neil was with uh, uh, Rick Derringer, and said to her, "Before you quit, she's just about to quit. Before you quit, meet this guy." And they've been, <laughs> they've been married what forty five years? Yeah, something like forty five years. Been playing music, making music. I saw them at the uh, Denver State Fair years ago, she's and bad. she was phenomenal. They are phenomenal. Incredible. Yeah. Should have been in years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's political. Man. It's political. Yes, Got yes. A little, little smidgy, a little smidge of politics going on yes, with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, a yes. whole lot, a whole lot. Uh, what do you think about Cardi Simon going in? No, she's not rock and roll. No, I don't believe so. It's soft. That's light rock. That's adult contemporary. It really is. That's what it is. Smooth hits. But I will. S- Hello, hold on. Air supply. Hold on. Please order Don- our bloody records. You- just hold on a second, because Don Don made a great point this morning. A lot of it is about uh, familiarity, which this is as familiar. I, I made the point this morning about Neil Diamond. You go to a bar, 21-year-old kids are singing Sweet Caroline, and they're doing that with this song, too. They do sure. the same thing. So the familiarity is there, but also attitude. Mm-hmm. And, and that's he said, and he's right, Dolly made it on attitude. She had the attitude where she just gave the finger to the establishment. Kind of like Willie did, kind of like Waylon did, and he made a great case for Waylon and Willie to go in. Because no, of country. Attitude. Anyway, um, if you, <laughs> if you go to the Country Music Hall of Fame, yes, you're gonna see Sid Vicious in there. 
Who? You're going to see Lionel Richie in there. You're going to see Sid Vicious in there. Uh, the eventually, country music Lionel Hall of will probably make it you're in there. You're going to see uh, uh, Eminem in the Country Music Hall of Fame? No, because they put country artists in there. That's why. They put Ray just Charles like in there last week. I'm just saying. Ray Charles went in there last week. Break my chotsky I just gave you? Oh, I love it. Uh, Ray Charles is going in. Ray what? Charles went in last week. Into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Is that because of the Willie thing? The Willie du- uh, the no, record more, they did? No, it was more like I Can't Stop Loving You and Georgia on my mind. There's just no standards but, anymore, but Trey. Ray, what's right is now, wrong. What's wrong is right. Now we can agree. And it's because of little things like this. Now we can agree. Little, uh, we acquiesce here and there, and the whole no, thing goes go, up in go flames. Go back to the political side of it. Halls of Fame aren't really Halls of Fame anymore. No, they're not. They're not. Well, we agree. You I know, concur. Now, if you, if you are political enough or have enough money, you can get into a Hall of Fame. When I went into the San Antonio Radio Hall of Fame and the Texas Radio Hall of Fame, it was special. It was special. I still believe it's very special to be in those halls of fame because they take the people that, you know, were career people in this industry uh, and who made a difference in this industry. Um, in, in the music business, it's all over the map. It right. really is. Oh, but yeah. but, well, you know, look at, you go but if you to... take some time, one more thing, if you take some time, and we talked about this morning, and YouTube Jolene, there are some great oh, yeah. rock and roll versions. Great rock versions of a great country song. This is country. <laughs> you see, there are there are singers who transcend all of that. Yeah, but not Dolly. I, she's country. Not, not, I don't believe so at all. <laughs> Do you I know think what? That she's got it all over. I think you're both. Do you know what? Turpentine. El- or Elvis could go in the country. He is in the rock and roll. He is and in the gospel. If the gospel had a rock and roll hall of fame yeah. or a hall of fame, he could go in the gospel hall. Of fame. There are Elvis a lot, there are a lot of people music. who are in both halls. Of There's fame. a lot of gospel music in the gospel hall of fame, just like. Dolly should be in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Is there, is there a the gospel? I didn't think there was a gospel Hall of Fame. Well, well I, believe, be. I believe Eminem there is. will make that one, too. Or Kanye will, at least. Well, that's right. Exactly. Exactly. I think it has to be legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. So no, no selling you on the Dolly Parton thing, huh? Oh, no, how, how could you not be a Dolly fan? When I she, love Dolly. When she had some of the, some of the biggest some of the best hits. country music she I've ever heard. She had some of the biggest hits in all of American history. She did have some of the biggest <laughs> hits in, the, in American history. And her, we'll take a break. Her big hits are legendary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she had yeah. gravity-defying. She, she had really big hits, didn't she? They were massive. <sighs> now, see, you're all getting sex. She did. No, I'm not. Weird. Yes, no. you are. No, no she had are. big hits. Yeah, she had big country hits. <laughs> no, they were just big, big hits. Big, big country hits. They were not, nine to five. We wore beautiful, big, we beautiful wore nine to five hits. out on this station. Big, beautiful so, country hits. We wore it out. This yeah, was she a had some crossover with her country songs. <laughs> you see, I don't think that is a country song at all. Nine well, I know. Well, you know, Pat Boone again did a heavy metal record, so it'll happen. <laughs> hey, I want to try different things. Hey, right, I'm just so saying. did Bill Shatner. Yeah, Bill Shatner. <laughs> Don't say he'll be he in the did. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame next year, man. And I would be good with it. All right, back, <laughs> back, back in just a minute. Drugs. I got to talk. About, <laughs> we're running out of time. I got to talk about Amogee. Amogee Bank and your folks at Amogee take care take care of your family. You see, they are your family bank at Amogee Bank. Uh, you know, at Amogee, when you talk about uh, the the people who really focus on you and, and the needs of your family when it comes to money, whether it's securing your money, growing your money, talking about the, the future, uh, maybe you're looking at loans, or maybe you're looking at a mortgage, look, they're here for you and your family. 
but really when it comes to family-run businesses, they are the specialists in family-run businesses, which have a really unique dynamic, now don't they? I mean, you got all the relationships on top of all the other business stuff that has to be handled, and nobody understands that or can help you navigate that better than Amogee can. I know of which I speak because I'm a, a customer, a family member, and a friend with Amogee Bank, and I want you to find out more about them too. Log on to their website, Amogee, N-A, member F- 